And it's 2.20 p.m. in San Francisco, and that means that we have the absolute honor of talking to Riley Hawk once again from Warish. Riley, what's up? How are you, dude? Hey, how's it going? How's life? How's everything? Uh, you know, going best it can, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, things are getting better a little by little, I think. No, where are you, by the way, at this very moment? Yeah, it seems like things are looking up, which is good. Yeah, totally. Are you in LA or where are you? I live in uh, San Diego. In San Diego, awesome, cool. How are things yeah. down there uh, regarding yeah, rock and roll and good. everything? Yeah, it's, it's been a little more like uh, you know lenient for better for worse, I guess. But people are. It's a little more spread out, so I think it's a little easier to be true. Um, be able to do things, you know. Totally. Uh, any gigs uh, happening in San Diego? Here in San Francisco, we're technically allowed to do indoor gigs already, but venues yeah. are not booking anything because you know they, I, I guess they want to be careful and stuff. Yeah, we we have actually what playing a show on the twentieth. Awesome. Supposedly that's happening, so. Um, It'll be just like a small show at a little bar around here, and you know, it'll be limited capacity or whatever. So we're kind of just, yeah, hoping that works out. I guess. Totally. How do you feel about the limited capacity thing and the social, socially distanced thing? How do you feel about it? Um, I mean, it's cool that they're you know at least making an effort to try to get get shows happening again. And obviously, I'm sure the vibe will be much different. But I guess uh, we got to start somewhere, right? If we're going to get back into it. Exactly. When was the last time you guys played live, by the way? I mean, to a crowd. Yeah. I don't know. February or something. Crazy, dude. Of, yeah. It's in a, a year. 2009 or 2020, yeah. Freaking crazy. But again, dude, th things are looking up, and uh, those are good news. Uh, congratulations on Next to Pay. What a great piece of rock and roll that is, to be honest, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So it was uh, it was released uh, April the 30th of 2021, what, a couple of yep. weeks ago. How do you feel about it? Uh, how how do you feel? I don't know. It felt great to, you know, get it out there. There was a lot of back and forth about the release of it just because of COVID stuff and kind of just, like, sat on it for a bit. But um, I think the rollout ended up working out for the best with having some more time to think about stuff and, do a couple of videos and all that stuff. So it definitely worked out for the better in regards to getting the album as, as out there as we could. Totally. Was this uh, recorded uh, before the pandemic, I suppose? It was like kind of during and before. There was like, it was a couple of different sessions where we'd go in and do a few songs and then, you know, go do stuff or write more or whatever and then come back and do it uh, another session with a few songs. So it definitely was like split up. It wasn't a like... Um, full sit-down, start-to-finish recording session. Totally. How, uh, how, how, how do you feel about this album compared with uh, Down in Flames, by the way? Uh, how was the creative process? Was it uh, quite different uh, from, uh, from the, uh, re the recording process of the first album? Yeah, and the first one is definitely much more like Renegade, not even much of a goal or any idea of what the band was you know in a sense but mm. this one was much more thought out and the songs were you know more effort put into them as far as like uh just the structures and the lyrics and stuff and caring a little more about the outcome versus first time around was kind of like not an experiment but more so just like a couple 
you know, ideas in the head that kind of just ended up getting like uh, blabbed out onto a track. And that was where it ended up. And the second one, I feel, has a little bit more of like a cohesive vibe to the whole thing. Totally. How do you feel about the reception uh, uh, from the from the from the press and the fans? Because I've checked it out, and you guys are in a few top ten uh, charts I've seen. How do you feel? Oh, about really? It? I don't know. I haven't really looked. Yeah. To be honest, okay. like I don't know. I don't. I haven't um, read too much or anything. I mean, I'm sure there's good and bad, just like anything. But I kind of just try to not look at it, just because I don't really, you know, need know. that yeah, yeah. that in my life. Whether it's good or bad, it kind of thing messes with your head either way. So it's kind of like better for me to just not really look into it too much. And if people like it, that's awesome. And if not, I mean, it's just music. It's not like a <laughs> a life guideline. People have to like certain stuff. So totally, yeah, yeah. I, w I was going to ask exactly that actually, because you know, like now with the internet, like it's so freaking crazy out there. And you know, it's uh, sometimes better just to not check out what people write and stuff because you know yeah i mean it's it's very very direct line these days from people's brains straight to to the person on the other end of the phone or whatever they're looking at it through so i mean right. obviously people have opinions no matter what I'm, i've never really been someone that like expresses mine especially on the internet as far as other people's you know artistic work goes because their own thing whatever and kind of one of those situations where you just gotta take it with a grain of salt i guess and exactly. uh, keep totally. doing your thing if you're doing it did you guys uh get together during the pandemic to practice did you guys do any i don't know internet streams or, or stuff like that yeah we we did a couple stream things you know those are cool but they're a little it's not the same climactic yeah it's a little bizarre it feels kind of just like a practice but you kind of have to look like you're having way more fun than that, but it's cool to just, people are interested to hear something live. You know, we tried to make an effort to do that at least a couple of times. I think we did it twice maybe, but, um, but yeah, we've been practicing and working on new music too, and just kind of trying to just keep pushing forward. I mean, it's not like a, we do it for anything other than just, we have to do it for ourselves, for our sanity that we just like to get together and make music and jam and, If the band, you know, totally. whatever was to not gain any more traction, we'd still just keep making the music because it's just kind of what we do. Exactly. Did you guys write a lot of new music during the pandemic? And uh, you just mentioned that right now. But you know, a lot of, I mean, this album just came out, what, like two freaking weeks ago? It's crazy. But uh, are you guys planning on releasing another album pretty soon? Um, so I wouldn't say like an album, but definitely work on recording some stuff and see see how that unfolds you know it's definitely the sights are set on another album of course down the road but for now just record stuff piece by piece and see how it ends up totally let's talk about music videos uh you guys just released uh the video for destroyer which is a great great piece mm -hmm. of rock and roll it was filmed by lenny rhodes and nate correa mm. really really cool stuff uh when do you guys uh, film that music video how was the process how involved were you with the concept of that music video um i mean that was like you know my idea the whole awesome thing and it was kind of something i thought would be a good idea and honestly it was pretty sporadic like we filmed it about a week before the album came out and we filmed it in one day and then they just 
gave me all the footage on a hard drive and I edited it all the next day because I usually edit most of the music videos. And then, awesome. um, yeah, so it was like a two-day turnaround about five days before the album came out, which was totally. pretty frightening, but I made it happen somehow. Totally. And what else uh, did you feel? Uh, you got a video for Scars as well? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that one was a friend of ours did and he edited it, which was kind of nice to have someone else step in and do that and get a little bit different vibe going. Our friend Zach Oakley who did it and he did a great job so I was stoked. Awesome. And you guys are part of a very important music label Riding Easy Records. How do you feel about that? How's the relationship with them? It's great. I've known Daniel who runs it for a long time before we ever did anything musically together or involved in that world so it was kind of a natural relationship already and it uh, it's been great. He You know, he believes in the band and he helps us out with whatever he can and pushes us and gets us out there. And that's kind of all you can hope for, I guess, you know. Totally. I see on your band camp that you guys have a gig. I don't know if it's accurate, but it says that you guys have a gig booked for uh, August the 20th in Las Vegas at Mandalay Bay oh, yeah. Resort. The, uh, was it the Psycho Las Vegas Festival, yeah. uh -huh. I think it is, yeah. Totally. You have a. Are you guys uh, booking more stuff for the end of the year, or are you guys being careful? Because you know, like 2020 was crazy. Uh, yeah. Bands kept booking yeah. stuff, and uh, everything got canceled and postponed over and over and over again. Are you guys, uh, you know, trying to book something uh, for the end of the year? Or maybe yeah, sooner? I mean, we'd like to. So it's kind of we're at the mercy of the whole system, you know, and how it works. And we're we're definitely uh, keeping our ears peeled and all that stuff for for opportunities and just kind of waiting to see how it unfolds but definitely making sure we're ready for it if it does happen we're not gonna be caught off guard you know totally right and when that happens please come to san francisco obviously you guys know you guys have a huge following here and it'd be dope to oh, see cool. you guys play live here man yeah i mean of course i'm sure if we're heading heading out on the road sf is kind of always like the first or last of the like west coast type return from a tour so totally excellent man well thank you so much for taking the call and uh, i appreciate it uh congratulations once again on next to pay like i said it's a great great piece of rock and roll and uh, people here in san francisco freaking love it cool well yeah hopefully we get up there to place and hopefully we'll see each other awesome and when that happens come to kxsf let's uh, let's uh, do something cool together or something definitely Cool, man. Thank you so much. Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the day? What are you going to be doing for, for, you know, for the rest of this day in, in San Diego? Uh, not much right now. I'm just kind of at my house doing some sure. stuff on the computer, looking at some emails and that kind of fun junk that has to be done for other things in my life. Cool. But other than that, just kind of relaxing. I've been trying to be a little more <clears throat> like slow pace, staying at home. So it feels good to you know have those days to just kind of be with yourself. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much, brother, for the call. And uh, I'm going to play uh, Woven out of your brand new 2021 album, Next to Pay. Thanks, Riley. Have a great day, and uh, I hope to see you soon in San Francisco. Well, thank you. Thanks, dude. Take care. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that was Riley Hawk uh, from uh, the great band Warish, who just released their new album called Next to Pay. Uh, when, when was it released? Uh, two weeks ago, if I am not mistaken. Excellent. Let's play that song now. Let's play Woven by Warish in Rocknet.kxsf.
Out of their 2021 album that was Warish with Woven in Rockneto at KXSF 